You're listening to The Hidden Workforce, a show about the positive impact people with different abilities make to the workforce. Brought to you by Rise Staffing. Here's Lisa Toth. Welcome to The Hidden Workforce with our special guest, Mr. Randy McGoffin, a retired special education professional. Hi, Randy. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Lisa. It's wonderful to be here with you today. Randy, it's really great to have you back again on The Hidden Workforce. You know, you've had to have supports outside of the school. I know you mentioned that. Can you give us a little information about those supports? Yes. Uh, professionals outside the special needs educational circles, uh, there are an, so many who commit to working with special needs students. And uh, there, are, there are many more out there who, who could become involved and, and play such an important part in these, um, in these individuals' lives. Uh, I'm going to give you a couple of examples, though, that I think are outstanding. One is uh, Tulsa Technology. Tulsa Tech um, had a program that we wanted to get one of our students into, and uh, the student had limited cognitive skills which would have made it just nearly impossible for him to complete the course. The, uh, the instructor, however, was willing to write a separate curriculum on this student's cognitive level so that he could participate in this program. And it worked out just beautifully. He went through the program the full two years and uh, did a, a, a fantastic job. He learned on that in that two years, he learned all those wonderful job skills that he ca- carries with him today. Those things about getting along with others in the workplace and, and uh, showing up in the uh, proper clothing and uh, at the proper time and all those things that are important and on the, the job. And technical how to fix appliances? Sure, that was part of it too. Uh, the, the, um, the, uh, the other uh, example is is the uh, this vet, veterinary hospital over in West Tulsa. Uh, we had uh, one of our students that was the uh, that was so uh, the one that I mentioned that was uh, so uh, enthralled with animals, and uh, this the veterinarian and his staff were totally committed to help this youngster and to work with him over a two-year period. And he presented many challenges at the workplace. Uh, they, they dealt with him patiently, and, uh, and they did a, a, just an outstanding job of giving him the kind of assistance that he needed in order to learn those workplace skills that are so necessary. Uh, and, and Lisa, you know, we think about heroes normally as being sports figures or political figures or entertainment figures, mm-hmm. but these people that I'm talking about, and I've just mentioned two of them here, these people are, they're heroes in the true sense of the word, heroes being individuals who are willing to take risks for a significant cause, and uh, these folks have done that. So it's a no wonder that you found those people, Randy, because you are one of those heroes that you're mentioning, one who went outside the lines and thought outside the box way before everybody was mainstreaming our students with disabilities. You're pretty amazing to well, me. you're too kind, Lisa. That's, that's very sweet of you to say. So I think that you've shared with me, after all of these experiences, you've really learned a lot from it. And um, can you close us out with some things to take away? 
Yes, I would be glad to do that. Uh, one of the students that I talked about already a couple of times, and that's the student who graduated and with his associate's degree. When he walked in his office, walked in my office that day holding that uh, certificate, I was just overwhelmed, and I, I thought, this is, this is a real good lesson for me on what being determined means, his stick to He was not going to give up on that dream of getting a degree and going to college and getting a degree, and he did it. The, there was another situation that arose. It was through Special Olympics. I was a Special Olympics coach for a number of years. We were in an area, at an area meet over in Cleveland, Oklahoma, I believe it was, and uh, there was a heat for the slalom races for wheelchair division, and there were only two individuals in this heat, and they had to uh, weave their wheelchairs in and out of these cones that were placed on the ground. Well, the gun was fired, and they took off, and one of the one of the uh, uh, one of the uh, students just went right through the slalom in no time at all, and got to the end and was yaying and having a great time and shaking his fist in the air, and he was triumphant. And he looked down and he saw that his his competitor was back just barely off the starting line and was really struggling was struggling. So he made a beeline right back to that that other contestant and uh, he grabbed his his wheelchair by the arm and he drug him through that course and got him to the end and then celebrated with him at the end. So it was one of those wonderful teaching moments again <laughs> about what good sportsmanship and healthy competition is all about. And I think you know, this is my opinion. We could probably use a pretty healthy dose of that in our society these days. Thank you for sharing it to us right now. <laughs> and the last one, and then I'll shut up. This one is, this was, uh, uh, this was about Santa Claus, actually. Uh, we had uh, two first graders who had, were spending time in the uh, general education classroom. I believe it was for their social studies instruction. And they came to the resource room for their core academics. And when they came in, they were upset that day. One of them was crying, and the teacher asked them what was wrong. And the one says, oh, the kids were telling us that there is no Santa Claus. There is no Santa Claus, and you, you're stupid if you believe, believe in Santa Claus. And, of course, that was, that was devastating to the teacher. And before she could even you know, swallow and gather up her response... One of our other special needs students was there, 10 years old now, with a 60 IQ, and he steps up and intervenes because he was sensitive and he saw that these two younger students were hurting, and he said, it's okay. He said, Santa Claus is just Jesus in your heart. And I thought, well, here I am about 50 years old. My IQ is twice his. And he gets it better than I do. <laughs> so it was one of those. It was one of those uh, lessons where I learned the true meaning of Santa Claus at a late age. And so, I, you know, I would one final comment, Lisa, is uh, I, I think what I'm saying with those stories is that these kids over the years taught me far more about what really matters in life than I ever could have taught them, and I am forever grateful for that opportunity. 
You're listening to The Hidden Workforce with Lisa Toth at Rice Staffing on your home for success, FM 105.7.